From St. Mark's Episcopal Church in Houston, Texas, this is The Five O'Clock, a weekly podcast of our Sunday 5 p.m. service. I'm Patrick Miller, the rector of St. Mark's. Welcome. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We find ourselves dwelling on two monumental events today. On the one hand, we have the Feast of the Transfiguration of Jesus, a revelation of divine glory. On the other hand, we reflect upon the dropping of the atomic bomb on Hiroshima on this very day in 1945, a manifestation of human potential for destruction. Our aim is to see these two events separated by millennia and differing in essence to glean a deeper understanding of the nature of power and peace. The transfiguration was an extraordinary event wherein Jesus, accompanied by Peter, John, and James, went up a mountain to pray. In the midst of their prayers, the face of Jesus changed His clothes became dazzling white, and he conversed with Moses and Elijah, iconic figures from the Old Testament. A divine voice from a cloud declared, This is my son whom I have chosen. Listen to him. This was a transfiguration of divine love, a powerful revelation of Jesus' identity and mission. On the other side of our reflection, we have... Hiroshima, a city that experienced the destructive potential of human power. The atomic bomb, a scientific marvel turned into a weapon, unleashed an inferno that consumed lives and devastated a city. The lingering effects of radiation and destruction were not just physical, but emotional and spiritual, gnawing at the collective conscience of humanity. The memory of that event is still with us today. The transfiguration revealed a God of infinite love, transforming power and life-giving glory, while Hiroshima reminded us of humanity's capacity for self-destruction when power is misused. But what are we to learn from these contrasting events? Both events exhibited power, but of very different natures. The transfiguration displayed the transformative power of divine love, while Hiroshima revealed the devastating power of human technology, of human might divorced from ethics. God's power elevates and transforms, whereas human power degrades and destroys. The disciples, awestruck by the spectacle of transfiguration, did not immediately grasp the message. Peter, overwhelmed, suggested constructing three shelters for Jesus, Moses, and Elijah. It was an innocent but misguided response. He focused on the glory, forgetting that Jesus' mission was ultimately one of sacrifice and service, a power grounded in self-giving love. We, like the disciples, often confuse the nature of power. We see power as 
domination, as a tool for conquest, not as service, but as coercion, not as love. In doing so, we risk repeating the same mistake as Peter. This confusion leads to a cycle of violence expressed in our world through wars, conflicts, and a mentality that pledges only an eye for an eye. But Jesus' transfiguration is not about a God of domination or retribution. It is about a God of love. Love, as we know, is not weak, but strong. It doesn't coerce, but it invites. It doesn't destroy, but it builds up. The divine glory revealed in the transfiguration was a glory of love, of sacrificial service, and ultimate resurrection. Jesus' way was not one of mutually assured destruction, but of mutually assured resurrection, of life for all. In our world today, still grappling with violence and the specter of nuclear annihilation, we are invited to reflect deeply on these truths. We're called to renounce the eye-for-an-eye ethos, the false security of mutually assured destruction, and embrace God's peace, a peace grounded in love. The Transfiguration and Hiroshima teach us that the way to lasting peace is not through the escalation of power or the threat of power, but through the very transformation of power. Power is to be harnessed in the spirit of service, in love, in life. Our faith calls us not to a passive resignation of the way things are, but through an active, self-giving life. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
This episode was produced by St. Mark's Episcopal Church with special thanks to our band, led by Cameron Deason-Hammond. It's 5 o'clock somewhere, so join us every Sunday for the 5 o'clock service at St. Mark's, 3816 Bel Air Boulevard in Houston, Texas, or visit us online at stmarks-houston.org, S-T-M-A-R-K-S-Houston.org.